Turn up the radio and sing along. It's time for another great song. This is the Great Song Podcast. Season's greetings and welcome once again. That was not Season's greetings there and welcome once again to the Great Song Podcast. I'm Rob Alley. I am JP Mosier. And we're here to celebrate the greatest songs in modern music history. We're going to tell you what makes them great, why we think they're awesome, and why you should too. JP, how you doing man, today, man? I am doing fantastic. So we have done an episode on family before. Mm-hmm. Um, we had uh, Drew Holcomb and Drew Holcomb and the Neighbors on. We Correct. talked about family there. Um, and we did, uh, I put Rob on the spot with some family stuff, and uh, we talked, <laughs> it, it was a lot of fun. But today we are covering a different side of uh, a couple of different arrangements yeah. um, So of, of a song called Family. That's Rob, right. tell them what song. Song we're playing well i guess i kind of said it and uh <laughs> and, and play a little of it and talk about what we're doing today this is family by david getta featuring bb rexa a boogie with a hoodie and ty dollar sign i don't got friends i got family at the end of the day that's all i need and you know that's what you'll always be no matter how long it's been no i don't got friends can tell the difference with my day ones Read between the likes and the mentions Candle in the sky for the lost ones Need me know you only gotta call one Let's make a toast to the dirty stuff Raise the champagne in a red cup My trip is so hot cause it's all love My trip is so hot cause I don't got friends I got family at the end of the day That's all I need and you know That's what you love Yeah, yeah, that is Family by David Guetta featuring BB Rexa, Ty Dolla Sign, and a boogie with the hoodie. That is, by the way, it's a boogie with the hoodie. I love that. Um, that sounded like the most square thing I've ever said in my <laughs> I life. I do love that. I love that. Man, I love that boogie with the hoodie. The boogie with the hoodie. <laughs> with the hoodie. Uh, that is a 2021 single. And there's like, if, if you go look it up, there's like 18 different versions of it. There's, I kid you not, there's like, it's literally like Geta's putting out. First of all, he's got there are different versions. There's a, a version with Julie Bergen instead of BB Rexa. There's a version with um, also Sophia Reyes. There's all kinds of, and then he's like, this version, uh, the hi hat is down four decibels, <laughs> and like, you know what I mean? It's like this one has, awesome. I don't know, this one's the the grittier bass mix That's and right. whatever. That's he's, right. But he's a, like a DJ, and he's so every every. Like I'm just gonna put out 18 different. That's awesome. I'm gonna get. He's you talking about like tributaries of of music of places to 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 place your music, EDM and like DJ stuff. Oh, yeah. There's a million little oh, tributaries yeah. where every little subgenre has its classification. And, and true, he's gonna like do, house people, like they can note it, like they pick up on yes. it. Yes, they're like, dude, you hear the mids in that, right? It's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, bro, that down tempo Afro chill mix. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, that's what like, the frick are you talking that's about? Good. We don't do a lot of like shiny pop, yeah. right, around here. So like, we our our palette is not necessarily yeah. that all the way. And this is something. This is something that you might be like. This is a little different than what you guys cover. Uh, yeah. in terms of for the majority. Um, and the way we landed, it's kind of neat because we have the writer who wrote this song. Yeah. And I'll go ahead and play a little of the track 45 version. And we actually talk with them, uh, a great family, Jenna and Ben and KK Johnson. Yeah. Um, so we'll be hanging out with them afterwards. Um, so y'all hang, around, hang along and wow. Y'all hang, hang along. along. Yeah. Hang, yeah. Anyway, 
Um, so, so yeah. I, anyway, play a little of that version. Okay, yeah, here's so this is the original or not the original. This actually came out later. It's a but, newer version, but this is how it was originally written. That's right. Yeah. So that is the version by track 45, which is comprised of a brother and two sisters, Ben Johnson, KK, and Jenna. Um, and Ben is the writer of Family, which became the uh, the single for David Guetta and company and family, and, if you will, yeah. if you will. So Guetta's version was released in 2021, and Guetta's 18 versions were released in 2021. <laughs> the um, track 45 version featuring our guests today, and we have all three of them, yep. Ben, KK, and Jenna. One of them um, coming at us from a uh, historical landmark yeah. in DC. Um, and that came out in late October of 2022, so just a few months ago um, as a single. Um, so, here, okay, here's what I love about the song. First of all, I mean, of course, the idea is great, right? I don't got friends, I got family. Um, you know, if you're if you're in my circle, it's ride or die, yeah. right? I'll do anything for you. You know, let's we we'll celebrate together, we'll cry together, mm -hmm. we'll you know whatever. Um, and I, and I'll just say this: I, I know like the Fast and Furious franchise is coming to a close, and I think they're gonna they're gonna end it with a, basically a two part movie finale. Okay. Like I think it's gonna be two movies, like they split up the Harry Potter ending mm -hmm. and the whatever. Um, if this is not on one of those soundtracks, right. if the, if the get a version, yeah. I understand if the track 45 yeah, version no, is not, but it could be, yeah. but like if the get a version, dude, that's playing at a barbecue is not yeah, yeah, it, with them riding around. Yeah. yeah. Oh no, it should be closing credits. Okay. Credits. I roll, mean, that's you it. know yeah, what I'm saying? That's, 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 that. This is a closing credits song. Yeah. Absolutely. For the, the fast that's and good. furious finale, or at least a montage. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, make me cry know, right now. Right. right? The Paul, Paul Walker Walker's, tribute. That's right. Good Lord. Yeah, dude. Uh, so 100 percent. If, call if that, that doesn't happen, Hollywood is irreparably broken. That's right. right? OK, <laughs> so let's just say that, because if there's like just count the number of times in the in the like if you were playing a drinking game, which we don't. But if you were playing a drinking <laughs> game where they're talking about family in the Fast and Furious movies, you would be yeah. just blaster yeah, <laughs> out of your mind. OK, <laughs> so that being said, uh, what what a hook, right? Uh -huh. Like it's so singable right away. Yeah. And the, the chord the chord progression is very simple. It doesn't change. It's a six minor four five one two six right it's that mm -hmm. just that same thing um did you see what key that this, did you figure that out i think it is right? in oh gosh i did but I, I didn't write it down um it's hold on let's let's find out uh, let's see there's the annalisa version that's in spanish i think this is a half step down from i don't got friends track 45 version. i got family at the end of the day that's all i need and you know that's what you'll always be no matter how so here's some, let's just do, let's see if I can explain this on a whim. Okay. We're listening to that right now. How do you find out what song, what, what keys a song in? Okay. Let's talk about it. Family. Let's do it. Here's how you do this. Okay. So I'm listening for, here's what I'm listening for. I, I want to hear when it lands on the one, like that's so, the easiest way for me or the, so I, I know, I know how to find the key from the third note. Okay. Okay. Of the song. I don't need to hear a lot. All I need is I don't got friends and and whatever chord that lands on. Mm -hmm. Okay, that pretty much tells me 
what I need to know. I can I could follow the rest of the song from there, having never seen it before and having never tried to play it before. Okay, so what I need to know is where is that note? Okay, so let me find that note. My trusty mini piano app has got me through years and years of trying to find keys for songs. So I think. Okay, this gives me a limited range here, but okay, that's <laughs> yeah, what I'm hearing. I, I don't have that low B. <laughs> I only have an octave's worth of notes here. Okay, but that's a B. Okay, so that and then I'm going to go back and check what I'm hearing. Okay. I don't got friends. Now, the, the first chord, if, if, if I didn't have the first chord, you know, but I'm assuming if somebody were to start singing this song and I need to find it, that, so that's what we're hearing. I don't got friends. Mm. Okay, so now that's given me three notes of context, mm -hmm. and I have a, a chord underneath it that I know is minor. Okay, mm -hmm. so what I know already is that that note is the root note that, that we're looking for, okay, mm -hmm. of the key signature. Yeah. Okay, because I'm hearing it, da, 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 and then the chord that we're landing on there. So I have, da, 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 da. Mm -hmm. With that information, I can safely assume, for the most part, especially once I hear the next couple chords come, that that is the six minor chord, okay? And so, meaning that if this note, da, 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 and the next chord is that, and that's the six minor, then this is the one, okay? So the one is B, because those notes are D sharp, D sharp, B, okay? Which tells me that I'm probably either in B major, because you go da da da, and that that only happens. That's either going to be the one two three three two one or the six five four of something, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, so, but then I get the context of that minor chord. Okay. So that tells me, okay, that's my six minor. So the B is my one. Mm -hmm. So I know if I'm looking at a piece of sheet music now, this song is going to be in B. Yeah. All right. That's what you look for. You find the you you let the the context of the melody. And where it lands in the chords tell you where you are. And so now, just knowing, I can hear this chord progression now and I can sit down and play it because you, I've used my context clues to mm -hmm. try and figure out. And so, it, and it's pretty, it's a repeating pattern. Five, one. I don't got friends. One. So six, four, five, one. I'm six, I'm sorry. That's what you love. So it's G sharp minor, E, F sharp, G sharp minor, and that pretty much gets us through the song. So it's mostly just production around that around that chord structure. So that's my that's Good. my system for finding. You know what I mean? And uh, let's go. I'll go a step further too, because this will be. If you're thinking that this might also be helpful. If you're just in a situation where somebody says, I want to sing a song, can you play it for me? And you know that you can play the song, mm -hmm. but you need to know where they're going to sing it uh -huh. and be able to put it comfortably in their range. What you need to think about is find the high note, scan mm -hmm. the song mentally, find the highest note, okay? Or find a... Um, the challenging part of the song. Yeah, find the at least the highest range of the song mm -hmm. or where, it's, where it, the song lives. But the easiest way to do it is find the highest note, make sure they can sing that note, and if it's a note that is that you know is gonna you know gonna, gonna be a strain or whatever, then f then you figure out okay. I think for if you're like if you're a guy, 
typically you kind of know the range of a, of a guy, right? And you start to think, okay, high notes for guys tend to start being up around like an F sharp, something like that, right? F sharp G in that area. Um, and so you go, okay, I'm going to put this in a song. Then if I know that the high note lands on a, you know, it's a six, then, okay. If the, my high note is a six, then I'm going to make my high note of the song in F sharp. And then I'm going to put you in a, mm-hmm. okay. And I'll, I'll be pretty confident that that's going to get you in the neighborhood of a good key for that song for you. Right. The better, you know, the person's voice, yeah. and the better, you know, the person's range, the better, mm-hmm. right? Like if my wife says, I want to sing something, you know, ran, some random song, I can, I can nail a key close, for her yeah. within a half step, yeah. right? It might be a matter of preference or comfort for her, but I know within a half step, I yeah. can, I can get her there. Um, so anyway, that's how you do that. If it, like for church musicians, I know, I know we have church musicians <laughs> who listen to that. If you have, we like might a, have gained some a uh, couple weeks ago. With yeah. Her. With Don Francisco. Yeah. If, if you have a, a pastor or like a, a, you know, a song leader at church or whatever, who likes to just break into random songs sometimes, that is a crucial skill to have. Yeah. <laughs> if they just step up and go, you know, um, uh, there then is power. Sings, uh, yeah. yeah then you know, whatever. Then, my soul. Yeah. Like, then yeah. you need to know, okay, yeah. I know that. Savior God to the, yeah. then you need to find, okay, where's the, how great thou art, how great, right? Yeah. Then you need to know what that, that's the four. <laughs> so then whatever the one is from there, if you want to think, okay, that let's make that an F. So how great, then we need to put it in C, right? Okay. <laughs> I wonder if that was a C. Surely it wasn't, but. Oh, it was a, no, I was a, I was a step off. All right. Anyway, what are we talking about? David Guetta. Family. Am I right? <laughs> uh, what? No, what a hook. Um, and we get, you know, depending on the version, I mean, the lyrics change, the, the features change. We get some rap, but the vibe is so good. One of the things I really like about this song is that it's really busy. There's a lot going yeah. on, but it's chill. Yeah, that's I get it. There's a ton of stuff happening, but it's not. Yeah, but it's chill. That's great. Yeah, it's like um, it's good late night driving through mm. the city music. Yep. You know, yep. like lights passing uh-huh. by and all oh, that stuff. Yeah. Um, it's not. There's a oh, lot of. I, I would use this word. There's a lot of noises, but it's not mm, noisy. Yeah, like there's, sure. There's a lot happening. There's claps. There's you know. Yeah. And of course, that is what David Guetta is great at, is, you know, just putting together these tracks. He's been active since 1986 as a DJ, producer, programmer, um, and... um so you know, you want to uh, let's let's meet the band from this version, Look, and I'll okay. tell you the way I'm going to do it. Yeah, great. Hey, let's meet the band. It's time to meet the band. Hey, mama, let's meet the band. Let's all meet the band. Hey! All right, so we're going to meet the band on this project. I'm basically just going to talk about David Guetta, BB Rexa, Ty Dolla Sign, and Boogie with the hoodie. Okay, so there we go. Uh, David Guetta, French DJ producer, 2013 Billboard crowned his collaboration of When Love Takes Over, the number one dance pop collab of all time. Wow. Number one of all time. I didn't even know this one. When Love Takes Over. Sorry for you big David Guetta fans. I probably should have known this. We can play a little of it if you want. Let's see. Featuring Kelly Rowland. I know Kelly Rowland. It's complicated. Did you know this song? It might have to get to the chorus. I mean, I thought it was going to be a remix of. of, When I say no, like I'm sure I've heard it. I thought it was going to be a Coldplay remix at first. (laughs) Clocks.
I gotta say though, 2013, I was pretty solidly, solidly out of pop music. No, I didn't. I didn't really like. I know this because it's every like, it's similar, but like, yeah. I didn't know. No, I, I yeah, didn't, didn't know. know. Anyway, didn't know he's got stuff with everybody. Nicki Minaj, Usher, you name it. Um, my favorite fact about him was in 2015, his estimated annual income was $37 million a year. That's solid. That's not too shabby it's for a DJ. Good work if you can get it. That's yeah. all right. Um, Rexa, let's talk about her. Baby, she's the queen of the collab. Uh, me, yeah. myself, and I with G-Eazy. Hey Mama with Nicki Minaj. Meant to be... But with Florida Georgia Line, that song's mm-hmm. everywhere. If yep. it's meant to be, it'll be. Yeah. That's, I hear it everywhere. Yep. Um, and she has another huge collab right now with David Guetta. Yeah. Have you heard this? Play I'm, it. I'm, Play I'm good, parentheses blue. This song is everywhere right now. You cannot escape this. So this sounds like it's going to be blue, blue. by, um, who was that? Who's, I'm blue. That, yeah. It's not Daft Punk. Who is it? It's, uh, Uh, Eiffel 65, yeah, right? So it's interpolating that. But, I mean, this song, you can't go 10 feet without hearing this song somewhere. So that's, again, another collab between David Guetta and B.B. Rexa. Why? Don't don't break it if it ain't fixing. What's, how's don't it go? Don't broke it. Don't, if it don't, ain't broke, don't fix it. Don't broken if it ain't fixing. Don't, who? Don't. Don't fix nothing broken. No, that's a, that's a southern phrase that we use all the time. But we start playing David Guetta, and it's like we forget how to be southern. Thank you, uh, Jenna, Ben, and KK for bringing us back. Yeah, in. no kidding. Give no a kidding. minute to our roots. Um, yeah, I mean, she was the she had the number thirteen single in two thousand eighteen with "I'm a Mess." She was a lead vocalist in the band called the Black Cards, mm-hmm. which was headed up by Pete Wentz of Fallout Boy. Yeah, uh, Ty Dolla Sign, Tyrone William Griffin Jr. Another big collaborator with Omarion, Post Malone, Chris Brown. Fun fact, he's the son of Tyrone Griffin, who was in the band Lakeside. You may not know the band Lakeside, but I guarantee you, you know the song Fantastic Voyage. Yeah. For no less than the Coolio version. No kidding. Play Lakeside, Fantastic Voyage, and let's listen and admire the bass playing of Marvin Craig on bass. Oh, Dude, this song is awesome. That's awesome. Crap, yeah. Love it. Oh, yeah. Slide, slide, slide. 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 Dude, I freaking love that. That's great. That's, that's what a cool piece of trivia. Yeah, I had no idea. Ty Dollar Sign. There you go. Uh, Boogie with the hoodie. Artist uh, Julius Dubose. Um, his biggest hit is Numbers, and his biggest album is Hoodie Season, but it's spelled S Z N right, for yep. season, of course. Uh, so that's the uh, that's the four big names on yep. that version. Yeah, uh, a little, a couple other notes on uh, Geta. His remix of Versace on the Floor became the single version that got released by Bruno Mars yeah. off his album Twenty Four Karat Magic. I know it's one of uh, Bruno fans out there. His uh, 
one of his favorites. Um, and he has been, he has won and been nominated for dozens of awards. I mean, the list is so long. And it's when it comes to like the EDM space and being like an award, you know, not, he kind of owns a yeah. lot of that real estate yeah. in the EDM space. There's, he obviously he's not the only one, but when you're talking about Mount Rushmore guys, yeah. he's, he's in that, yeah. you know, for sure. Um, man. Okay. Now let's talk a little bit about Ben Johnson. Yes. Um, who, who is the writer of this song family. Um, I'm just going to run through a little bit of, uh, maybe a, a little snippet of some other songs that he has written or co-written. Um, a lot of these in the country space, uh, but man, he's going to tell us the craziest story of how he got his first cut, yeah. and I'm, I'm not going to spoil it. Um, so I'm, and I'm not even going to mention Don't which one of these one. it Same. is. Yeah, but um, he's got cuts not in the country space, not in the country space. No, it's the it, the most insane, f- like fairy tale level story, right? Yeah. About his first cut, it's insane. Rob was overcome with jealousy. He I just super was. wouldn't say it out loud. Yeah. Uh, okay. So yeah. So okay. Let's start. So he had a huge hit. This was, I think his first number one hit is one of them girls by Lee Lee Bryce. Bryce, Okay. So if you've been listening to country music, So this this catalog is gonna is gonna show you like the power of just having a great song and how well it translates. You know what I mean? It's like it's gonna translate translate you, genre. Yeah, if you can start with an amazing song, yeah. then other other genres are gonna be able to pick it up and it's gonna be more universal. Let's do a little. Let's, we got some Dirks Bentley. So okay, we've got Beer by Hardy who is one of the hottest artists yeah. in like the country rock kind of mm-hmm. space. And then we've got hot beer by Dylan Carmichael, mm-hmm. um, two different things. How about this one though? How about a little Weezer? Yeah. From the, from the, at this point, I think latest Weezer album. Okay. Human. Did okay. Human come out before Van Weezer or after? I don't remember. Anyway, this is all my favorite songs. And I think this is the is this the first song on OK Human? I think it might be. All my favorite songs are slow and sad. All my favorite people make me mad. Everything that feels so good is bad, bad, bad. All my favorite songs are slow and sad. Okay, let's keep going. We've got Lauren Elena. We've got Meek Mill featuring Justin Timberlake. How about a little believe? That do anything for you? I I mean, you know the song. I I know the song. I know you know the song. So we've we've for those of you that have been keeping up, we've done country, we've done alternative rock, we've done pop pop. Yeah. Putting my face. 
got some gosh we've got how about this this is patient by charlie puth from voice notes how about this here's a here's a teaser for you that we'll get into deeper with ben johnson he is the only writer not named charlie puth to have a song on the voicemail album charlie wrote everything else on this album except for this song I've been on I've been on such a big Charlie Puth kick again recently. I mean I listened I listened to Charlie's latest album, Charlie, yeah. like which at first listen I didn't I, I thought it was okay, but I didn't love. But I listened to the whole album probably five times last week. Holy cow. Just driving around. Man. I've been on the biggest Charlie Puth cake. Okay. Uh let's see. What else? We've got some more Lee Bryce. We've got Hunter Phelps, Willie Morrison, Moore Hardy, Ryan Griffin, Smithfield. It just this stuff is all over the place. This guy is writing for everybody right now. Everybody. Everybody. And uh making great songs and Hopefully making a lot of money. I hope he's just making a killing right now. I don't know. <laughs> um, I hope everybody's everybody's doing it. So then you get track 45, which is the, um, I'm not going to say the side project. It's the, the family band. Companion project. Yeah, the family band with Ben, KK, and Jenna. Um, and they had put out some, some singles um, and maybe an EP, but I think their first kind of full-length thing um, – it was big dreams in 2021, uh, which has got it's just five you know five cut EP. Here's a little bit more from that album, like not just a little bit more from that album. This is <laughs> the, the name, name of the song. I thank God for all I've got. With the little bit I got, I made the most. And I thank God for all the shots. Ones I took, the ones I missed, the ones I made along the road. I got a couple credit cards, no cash, auto tickets up in my dash. All in all, it ain't too bad, I know that. But when the sun goes down and my knees hit the floor, no shame, I'm paying for a little bit more. Got a whole lot of good to be grateful for, but I give it all up for a little bit more. Oh yeah, it's fun. Really great old school guitar in this. Is this it? Love it, love it. Family harmony just hits different, dude. dude. It it's, really does. You know, yeah. I don't know if it's mental because you go because you know, yeah. You know, that's true. Like if if you would have said these guys are family, 
Like, but knowing it maybe gives it a little bit of umph. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Um, go ahead, keep going. No, so anyway, that's that's track forty five is yeah. they're like You guys are gonna love them up too. and coming as a project. Oh yeah, they're awesome. We had they're a lot great. of fun, a lot so of fun with fun. them. They fit right in with us. Uh we relate to the young people, you know? So um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. as as evidenced by our pronunciation of boogie with the hoodie. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> I love this. <laughs> I, I love, um let's play Stump the Genius. Let's do it. Stump the genius, stump the genius, stump the genius. Stump the genius. Jump up and take your part. I take your part. All right, we're going to play Stump the Genius TV Family Edition. Oh, this is going to be fun. This one's going to be awesome. Okay, so okay. think how much time you need. I'm going to give the first, well, maybe we won't even time it. We'll just see how well you do. Okay. I'm going to give the first name of the parents, and you've got to give the last name. Okay. And one kid from the, from the okay. show. Okay, all right. So, so I'm going to give the first name. Okay, do this for me. Do this for me. Yes. Give me one first name at a time. Don't be like Homer and Marge. Okay. Okay. Put just me- one on there. What okay. Is that? Okay. So that would be a good example. All right. But so that would be obviously Simpson. So give me one. Okay. Give me the least significant first name first. Okay. And then the, the most significant. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Well, that, we got one. So we got Homer okay. and Marge. Okay. So Did name a child. Name? All right. Uh, Bart. Bart. Okay. okay. There you go. Can you reach yeah. the bell? Oh, yeah. Our falling apart bell. <laughs> All right. Our bell is like the fact that we won't replace this bell is like when you have a dog that just really should go. <laughs> yeah, you know, we're just keeping him around. <laughs> it's like it's it's kind of cruelty to keep this bell around know, at this right. point. <laughs> All right, uh, Cliff. That's going to be Cliff and Claire Huxtable Boom. with Theo and yeah, yeah Denise, yeah. Sandra, Denise, so. Rudy, Vanessa. I okay. literally learned this morning from uh, one of our listeners, uh, Pete, that. Uh, Whitney Houston was considered for the role of Denise. I did not know Offered that. the role of Denise. Really? And they wanted her to sign a five-year contract, and she said, I can't do that. I'm going to be a singer. That's and they were like, do right. you have a record deal? And she's like, well, no, but... But here it is. But here, you want to hear me sing? Here's, I'm going to do one take on the theme song. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, Fred. Fred and Wilma Flintstone? Yeah. Pebbles and Bam Bam? Goodness gracious, yes. Bam Bam, well, actually, actually Bam, just Pebbles. That's right, just Pebbles. Uh, that's yeah. good. Three for three. Um, this is me ringing the bell. That's the best I can do. Jill. Jill. <clears throat> Jill. Not Jack and Jill went up the hill. No. Jill, TV family. Can we give me the... Okay, give me the other. Yeah. Tim and Jill. Oh, oh, uh, Home Improvement? Home Improvement. What's um, their last name? Oh, their their last name is uh uh, uh t- t- Tim t- t- Tool the Tool Man Taylor. Taylor, yeah. I was like, Taylor, I got to goodness. Tim Allen first. You, no, any their of their kids? kids, they have one named Brad. They do have one I named hated Brad. Brad. Brad, Randy, Brad, and Mark. Brad was the kid in school. Like, no, it's not about even his character. <laughs> the look of that yeah. dude, yeah. I was like, I would not like you. The you would be mean. Yeah, you would be too cool for me. That's oh right. man, that's, good. that's awesome. Um, what were the other kids? So there was Jonathan Taylor Thomas, whose character name was. That's, I don't know. Do you know the yeah, other Randy and Mark? So oh, I would Mark, have not. Yeah, I yeah. did not remember those at yeah, all. Yeah, Mark, I, I just remember Brad, that <laughs> jerk. <laughs> um, so we got uh, Carl. Carl. Oh, Carl. Uh, yes, Carl Winslow uh-huh. and, and Harriet. Is Harriet. Yeah, I was, I was like Harriet. Remember any of their kids? Um, yeah. Um, you, you had. Uh, Laura. Laura. Laura's the, yeah, good okay. job. Eddie, Laura, yeah. and Judy. Um, here's an interesting, and that show is Family Matters. Yeah. Uh, Thelma Hopkins that played Rachel, she's uh-huh. in Tony Orlando and Dawn. 
Is she really? Yes, I did not know that. Wow. Until I was just like, I just went. Dang, weird. that's crazy. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, okay. On, uh, June. 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 And Ward. Oh, June and Ward Cleaver. Cleaver, there And their go. son would be Beaver. Son would be Beaver, yeah. You know the other, the brother's name? No, I do not. Wally. Oh, well, oh, sure, yeah, yeah okay. Okay, um, so you've done good. Yeah. Six for six. Let's see if we can go with, uh, go. with seven for Keep seven. Going. Here we go. Um, Edith. Edith, yeah, Bunker. Edith yep. and Archie Edith Bunker. Edith and Archie Bunker. And their son is Meathead, uh, a.k.a. Rob Reiner. I don't know what his actual name is, but they called him Meathead. No, no, no. Is that son-in-law? That's the, the daughter. daughter. Is the, oh, their kid. That's right. Oh, dude. I don't know the daughter. Yeah. I, I don't have the... Uh, Gloria. Let's get, Gloria? Oh, yeah, wow. No, okay. Yeah, okay. That. Yeah, because that would have been a tough fee. But great yeah. job. Wow. Nice job. All right. And we got uh, out of seven times... Two parts, 14. You got 13. Do some percentage. That's really good. Yeah, it's pretty That's solid. Awesome. Great I'll take job. It. TV family. Okay. Wow, you really went all in the family on that. I did that go all in the family Crazy. to end with, uh, with all, right. all in the family. Good for me. Well, we're going to talk to the family. Said good for me. <laughs> we're going to talk to the family that is Track 45, who wrote this song, Family, that we've been talking about today. Um, and we're going to have a great time with them. We'll come tuck you in on the other side. But first, let's go talk to Track 45. This is the Great Song Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, as promised, we are here with Ben, Jenna, and KK. We've got all of Track 45 that. That just happened. here with us today. And KK is actually in the Library of Congress right now. <laughs> That's not a joke. Be first, right? Yeah, this is first interview we've conducted from the Library of Congress, this for sure. Audio only, so you'll just have to take our word for it. But we have seen video proof. That's so. right. It's true. Uh, yeah, I like to take all my podcasts. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. But thank you guys so much for uh, for joining us today. Uh, it's a real treat to have uh, all three of you. That's awesome. Yeah, thanks Good for having here. us. We're excited to be here. Yeah. Excellent. Well, let's... Uh, so, okay. We're talking about the song Family, um, and you guys, like, literally are one. So um, why don't we... Talk about that. Talk about the the story. You guys, how did this all... Um, come together and how did track 45 end up forming out of your, you know, I just love to hear these, these, these family stories. Let's talk about it. <laughs> yeah. Um, who wants to, who wants to go first? Take Library, KK. Library of Congress. Why don't you take it? Yeah, you go first. <laughs> so, so, um, the way family, the song family came about is actually kind of crazy because we were actually just writing or we weren't writing. We were writing in the back of the car on the way to the studio one day. And we kind of just had inspiration strike us and we wrote the song and it really wasn't for anything specific. It just, we felt it. And um, so long story short, David Guetta ended up releasing a version of it. And we never thought that we would get to release our original version of the song. Um, And so we just, a, a few months ago, we started posting just our version on TikTok for fun. And it was crazy the response that we got to it, that people, how people responded was incredible. And so we ended up getting to release this song, which is super special to us because even though it's called family and we are actual family, <laughs> the song's really about your chosen family, those people in your life who are there for you through thick and thin, whether it's your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your, your parents, your dogs. Um, and so it's really, really cool to get to release our original version and see people respond to it. Yeah. Jenna and Ben, do you agree? Did she do a good job coming live from the uh, Library of Congress? Did she nail that? 
I think she. Think we can cross-reference it with, um, you know, hundreds of years of text, and um, and, and it'll verify that. Yeah. Exactly. Y'all, what if they were? What if they were like, no, that's we not what happened. That's, that's exactly the opposite. It was no. There was no writing in cars. The uh, so there's some uh, Meridian, Mississippi tie-ins here. Um, pitcher Dennis Oil Can Boyd came from there, as well as musicians Paul Davis and Steve Forbert and Haley Williams, Williams of Paramore. Who am I forgetting? Who are we leaving out from Meridian? Jimmy Rogers, baby. Jimmy Rogers. There we go. Okay, good. Good drop in. Randy Hauser, too. Okay, there we go. Excellent. He's from, I think he's from Zero or Lake. House. I, House he's from oh, maybe House. I'm, maybe I'm he's from somewhere near Meridian. That's close enough where you can claim it. Close enough. Meridian yeah. adjacent. There you go, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let's see. Okay, so uh, when you guys are writing, and obviously a, a lot of what we know from, like, from Track 45 is in the more um, Americana folk country vein um when you guys are writing not necessarily for track 45 when you're just writing to write do you guys have favorite styles that you sort of lean toward it's a good question um i think we're all a little add so we like to keep it interesting and vary it up um but yeah we we you know like you said when we write for our group it's very much writing what we know about growing up about things that are happening in our life and then when we write for others you know for pitch songs or for for stuff that's not for our group it's very much like writing fiction you know it's like just um imagining just random scenarios and sounds and that kind of stuff so i don't know if we have a favorite what do y'all think um, outside of what we do but yeah i think what's what is cool about music is you can work so many different parts of your brain and um you know, for us, country is the most authentic and that's who we are. And we love doing that. But it is cool to get to do other things. I mean, I grew up listening from Dolly Parton, Elvis to Avril Lavigne. So like when I'm producing and writing for other people, I love doing some angsty, you know, pop music. <laughs> I love the electric guitars and like getting all that angst out. So that's I find that really fun. And it's a different part of my brain that I use and what I do for track 45. What, so. What's your Avril cover song, your karaoke song? Do you go skater boy? My Avril. I mean, you got it right, or or girlfriend. Okay, yeah. There's so many good ones. Ben, what's your Avril I mean, co- cover song? Complicated, complicated. Hot. Hot's good. Hot is my favorite Avril Lavigne song. There you go. So, so, it is good. so there's points of these where we just kind of gush over things that we love about the artist. I love Me Plus You. Every modern, every modern country song needs a three chords in the truth line. And the fireside picking <laughs> session in the video was basically my teen years. So that's perfectly done. On Come On In, so tasty as well. How troublesome was it to get that box piano out in the middle of nowhere? And... Uh, <laughs> Did your grand Did your grandfather really have a hand me down? Did he really have a Ford? Because I picture y'all as more as Chevy people, but I just feel like Ford rhymes with Lord better. Am I right there, or did he have a Ford? You're just digging. You're digging in real deep now. We're getting to the nitty gritty. I mean, I will, I want to say I did carry that upright piano on my back by myself into that field. So that needs to go on record. Uh, yeah, okay, sure. Johnson. Carried that? No. Just <laughs> and she's in the Library of Congress, so she's not allowed That's to lie. Right. You have to tell the truth. You have to swear <laughs> in to walk into that building. I swear. I was like, what yeah, am I doing? I'm doing like the scout on. So uh, uh, the piano and the video come on in, that uh, visualizer, that was funny because it was freezing cold not only do we have to carry it out in the middle of the field because our manager was like this is what this is the best thing you, know, you gotta pull it out here we were like we we're literally dodging you know cow poop 
all over the place. <laughs> and then our our fingers were so cold, like we could hardly hold the piano. It was like, do you remember how cold that was? Yeah, yo, I'm just realizing why is this a theme for us? Because the same thing happened in our um, family uh, acoustic video. It was freezing. Our timing is not impeccable with the filming yeah. of our acoustic videos. Yeah. And we like videos to suffer and for our craft. We like to suffer. I guess so. And then... Uh, <laughs> What was the other question? Oh, the our truck is actually so, so our, our uncle, our great uncle, who's a, a very much like a grandfather to us. It was really about his um his truck. White he had a white F one fifty. Okay, yeah. well, to, there you actually yeah. keeping it true. But great uncle, gr- great uncle's hand me down Ford didn't sing as good. That's as right. <laughs> all about cadence. It's gonna, yeah. be, it's gonna be right on that police line. Uh, <laughs> that police line do not cross banjo guitar strap is perfect though. That 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 sets it off. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's nice. That's right. I forgot that was the strap. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I did not miss the detail. No, JP does not miss details ever, ever. Um, I, so I love talking to Nashville people and Nashville uh, songwriters. Songwriting is such an ingrained part of Nashville culture and community. Um, and I know, Ben, I know you came to Belmont on a cello scholarship, if I understand correctly, which I'm sure is a whole other story in itself. <laughs> um, but for, for all of you growing up in Meridian, was Nashville always on your radar? As far as like don't aspirationally. Think, yeah, I think, I think we, so when we were, let's see, I was 13, KK was nine and Jenna was 14. We played at Dollywood at their bluegrass and barbecue festival. And that's kind of like when we say, <laughs> okay, yeah, KK's 10th birthday. Um, and that's when we kind of decided, you know, Hey, we would love to do music for a living, you know, and somehow, some way we didn't really know how or how that was possible, but that's kind of when we decided it. And I think probably, you know, it was inevitable that we would end up in Nashville, but we didn't really know. I mean, like you, like you said, we're from a small town and, and it's funny, there have been successful artists and music, you know, um, people and entertainment people coming out of our town, but it's really, I mean, it's really, there's no um, handbook for how that goes. And so we um, were playing a show in our hometown years later and um, a man came up to us after the show named Marty Gamlin and and he and he said, "Hey man, I think y'all are." He didn't say, "Hey man," I guess he said, "Hey man" to me and said, "Hey <laughs> three girls." But he said, uh, uh, "He said I think y'all are great, and um, I think y'all have what it takes to make it in music, and y'all should move to Nashville." And and he was involved in you know Glenn Campbell's career and and um, Alan Jackson's career, so like it gave us a lot of validation. Like, oh, okay, somebody who's been there and done that and kind of knows what the deal is is told us that the next step to take, and so that's kind of when those, um, you know, those next steps started happening was after that show. But yeah, it was really, it took someone else to come up and tell us, hey, y'all should move to Nashville before, you know, we ever did. Very cool. So, and yeah. now now you've got, um, you know, the kind of the artist side of things and the writer side of things going. I know like, uh, Ben, you were the only uh, outside writer to have a, uh, a, a cut on Charlie Puth's massive voice notes album. I would love to know how patient ended up on that record oh man yeah so um i had met this writer named ashley gorley who is now my publisher but um and we had met pretty randomly um and then you know we had started playing basketball together and kind of getting to know each other and and i've just been playing him songs and i think every few months i'd go out to his um house and just play him songs i was working on and literally i mean it's you can't make it up. I I played him, you know, five songs one day and he said, 
no, these are all really good. Do you, do you have anything else? And I said, I don't know. I've got one more here. I don't, I don't think it's anything special or whatever. And I played impatient and he said, Oh, well, can you um, text me that one? And I was like, sure. And then literally, let's see that night he called me and said, um, I think he called me at like two o'clock in the morning and said, Hey, um, Charlie Puth just recorded that song. He went into the studio tonight and recorded it. And, um, I was like, I didn't even know this is right after attention had come out, you know? So he was the hottest thing since sliced bread. So I was like, I didn't even know he took outside songs. Like, how did that happen? And he said, well, I just texted to him <laughs> and he liked it so much. He did it. So I really have Ashley to thank for that. Wow. And, um, and, uh, yeah, it changed, changed my life in a lot of ways because I'd never had a cut before. And, and especially as, as big as Charlie was, um, at then, especially for someone who'd never had a cut, it, it was pretty life-changing. That's wild. So I was going to ask what your first cut was. So that was your that, first cut was on that, voice notes. That took care of two questions <laughs> with one answer, right? That's awesome. Yeah. That's a biggie. Yeah. That was my first cut. What a crazy so, first cut. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, so I love the whole band sound on a little bit more. And I love the way you do the video when you fade in the, you know, the bass, the other parts with the different red screens. How how involved are y'all on video production in that? Is it, are you like, I have this idea, or are you like, we have this song, y'all run with the video? Um, it's probably kind of both. What do y'all think? A little bit. A collaboration. I think it, it depends on the scenario. A lot of times we'll have a vision. A lot of times we'll discover it along the way, just depending on what what the song is and what we're thinking. We are we always do have very strong are one of y'all more vocally uh, opinionated does somebody ben you could do you let the, do they kind of do they do they female power you out on those video things are they <laughs> <laughs> i mean i think i think it's all about knowing and learning what you're good at for me and i have learned i am number one not good at fashion i would never try to dress myself <laughs> Because so, I get made fun of, or give us feedback on, we'll give feedback on that. and 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 for video stuff, I'm, 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 you know, I think we're all you know happy to say our vision. But then there's so many talented people out there, um, and who are just that's what they're great at. So we definitely try to listen to yeah. the experts. On it's a, the Dolly Parton quote: surrounding your surrounding yourself with people who are smarter than you and great at what they do, and not trying to do everything. That's great. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, one of them girls, I mean, we got to talk on that before we, you know, get out of here. Now, when you demo that for Lee, are you like, here's the finished product, or are you like, here's kind of just some skeletons? Like, I didn't expect an acoustic guitar solo in the middle of this, you know, four on the floor, kick drum, you know, thick yeah. country sound. Like, do you present that to him with everything, or are you just like, here's a stripped-down skeleton idea? How does that work? It just varies by song. On that one, um, Lee wrote it with us, so he was pretty – involved in the whole process of the demo and and we we started at 10 o'clock that night and finished at about two in the morning and then he went into the studio and recorded it the next morning at like 9 a.m so Damn. it was a pretty fast turnaround on that one but um honestly the demo that we did in the day of sounds almost exactly like the record except for the acoustic guitar okay. solo so good ears on that oh, well. so it's funny we he actually did two different versions of the song and one he played an electric solo and one, he played an acoustic solo, and he sent it out to everybody, and and everybody gave their opinions on which one. I think, I think it was kind of it was kind of fifty fifty 
And in the end, he said, you don't hear very many acoustic guitars on the radio, it, you know, with a solo. It surprises me every time. I've heard the song, you know, as many times as, as it's been played. I've probably heard half of them. No, but I hear it all the time. <laughs> and every time it still catches me by surprise. I'm like, oh, I forgot that's an acoustic solo coming in there. It just Dude, I know. I, that was all Lee, man. That was a great idea that he he came up with and he played it. So props to him. Oh, that. that's cool. I didn't know that he actually played that solo. That's cool. That's tasty. Yeah, yeah, yeah he did. He played it in his tour bus, I think, like a week later. <laughs> that's or something. awesome. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> cool. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I have to ask a music theory question. Um, so yeah. uh, the the Weezer cut all my favorite songs, uh, which was mm-hmm. nominated for the 22 Rock Song of the Year Grammy. So congratulations on that. It's, He's our Grammy uh, Weezer. <laughs> 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 only only siblings can take that yeah. jab. That's awesome. That's family right there. Gotta keep them humble. No, we're no, we're super proud of them. The, yeah. the next, no, no, uh, the next cut's gonna be called my my family loser. My, my, that's, that's right. Yeah, that's <laughs> awesome. Um, so it's <laughs> you know it's such a catchy tune. Like the melody is instantly you grab onto that melody. It's so catchy. But I have to ask about a theory a theory rule that gets broken in that song a million times. And I'm curious if yeah. if 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 you uh, had any consideration about it in the writing of it. So you get if to get it in the weeds a little bit. You've got the one yeah. chord, right? It's an E, so you've got the E chord and then a G sharp mm-hmm. major chord, the second chord, but the melody mm-hmm. is staying on that sort of major pentatonic thing over the, for the one. Right? So those top mm-hmm. two notes theoretically on paper don't belong in that second chord. Is that something you even considered or did you just fly through that? Wow. Okay. I love this question. Um, I've never considered this, but you're exactly right. Yeah. And the second chord, there's a, the third of the second chord rubs with the melody. Cause you're right. It is major pentatonic. So no, never considered it, but it, I will say you'll find it a lot. And um, it's like called mixed modal music, which would be like where you have minors and majors, uh, minor and major thirds um, in the melody. And that happens a lot in blues music and mm-hmm. different types of blues stuff. And so um, you'll 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 find quite a few songs, actually, that um, where you can sing a major note in the melody and then the, have a minor note in the chord or vice versa. And it, and it kind of works. But I mean, I think in uh, like whenever you're writing a song, you, you try not to think too much about that kind of stuff or you'll end up, end up never writing anything probably. Yeah. Well, I was going to say if it, if you, if you had done like by the book, right. And changed the melody to more quote properly fit the chord, it wouldn't have been as catchy. Like it would not have been the same. Right. You know what I mean? It wouldn't worked as well. So I was just curious if it was like, if you know, that's a great question. Yeah. I think rock and roll too. You don't want to, um, you know, you want to break the rules a little bit. Yeah. You know? <laughs> well, here's a follow up That's not as great or as deep about the same song. Are all your favorite songs slow and sad? <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> We've not caught true. a lot. We caught a lot. You heard it in the library yeah. of Congress. Yeah. Hey, remember, it's, it's, fiction. it's fiction and writing for other people. It ain't. Yeah. It ain't for <laughs> That's good. That's, That's great. great. <laughs> there's your, there's your uh, title of the podcast. He lies. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> we caught the lie. <laughs> the loser and the liar. There Featuring oh. Ben Johnson. Well Boom. played. There, there we go. go. And family. Uh, <laughs> Loser and a liar. I like that. Grammy loser song liar. It's, it's a verbal copyright. <laughs> we get a stamp on that right there. That's right. Uh, 
Okay, so tell us about future plans for track 45. I know, like, as we, uh, you know, Met Me Now is coming up on, like, 2 million streams on Spotify as we as we record here. Um, and, the you know, the songs and the harmonies on what you guys are putting out are just absolutely beautiful. Everybody loves a good family harmony absolutely. anyway. Like, it's always better when it's family. Um, but what are the future plans for track 45? What's coming down the pike for you guys? Um, and, and how do you guys work out kind of the balance of your life between projects? Jenna, take this one because we made KK and Ben talk a lot. Jenna, what's the plan? Okay, I'll take this one. (laughs) Bring it home. The plan. I'll tell you the plan. I'll lay it out for you. So we are in the studio currently um, working on new music, finishing up some stuff. We're going to be releasing new music at the first of the year and just hitting you with some single releases. Um, And we're so excited. Um, We've been working super hard on it. And this time we're producing. uh, The three of us are producing this set of songs. Heck yeah. Yeah. Yeah, very excited about ready to get them out and for you to hear them. Let's do it. Yay. Excellent. Well, there's one question we ask everybody. This has been a lot of fun, guys. Hope you all have enjoyed it. We've had a blast. Um, Yeah, thanks so much for having us. You guys are all three on tour, either together, you go crazy and decide you all three want to do solo stuff, just whatever. You're on tour. You go into a gas station. What is each of your gas station snack food of choice? And while you're thinking of it, I'll tell you mine. I get a Three Musketeers bar. When I was growing up, my mom would say you could have any candy bar you want, and it's the most ounces. So I get a Three Musketeers bar. What is your gas station snack food of choice? We'll start with Library of Congress and then we'll work up to the other rooms. KK, kick us off. I'm going to bring a lot of class to it, you know, coming from the Library of Congress as I am. No, I have a go-to gas station snack that I actually don't ever eat this at any other time unless I'm on the road at the gas station. I don't know why. It's just what what I've always eaten. I get the cookies and cream muddies. um, Okay. Little and then I get that, and then I get the um, cheese flavored, uh, uh, like mixed Chex mix. It's like, is it? I'm not sure what kind of cheese, but it's like the cheese That's flavored. It. And then I mix those together. Like I eat them at the same time. A little salty, a little sweet. Solid. Yeah. That's, See, that's a good solid. way to do it. We get a lot of salty and sweet answers. Everybody's like super creative with that. But yours is great because you put it together. Yeah. Like right. most people are like, I'll eat a candy bar and then I'll eat a bag of chips. But you're just like, like bring just it together. Bring it all together. Sorry, right. Jenna and Ben, that's going to be tough to top. We probably should have. That's that like, to, that's that's like the Beatles closer. <laughs> Go ahead, Jenna. Go for the caramel Pringles. Oh. 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 So caramel good. Pringles. Caramel. This is a new thing I'm just learning about. Now, wait a minute. I know cheddar and sour cream. Because you have the salty and sweet. Yeah, in the Pringle itself. It's so good. And I get chocolate milk. Yeah, I mean, you gotta try it. It's KK, so good. I didn't think it happened, um, but I think Jenna might, might be in the running. I'd have done it, Ben. No. If you say if you say a bottle of water, Ben, you're out of the <laughs> yeah. family. You better bring something. He's gonna be a bottle Mine of water. Definitely is guy. the worst. I don't I don't like candy, so I, I. But I tell you what, I do love more than almost anything on this earth are pop tarts. Oh, so I usually grab. Yes. Okay. I usually grab a strawberry pop tart and a s'mores pop tart. Pop tarts and gas stations. Yeah, they do. Oh, absolutely, oh, yeah. they do. Absolutely, yeah. they do. I, I do. get them every time. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> well, well, guys, this has been fun. You know what yeah. to get each other for the next birthday. Just, right. just, uh, just stock That's up right. on that. Stock up. That's so right. we'll be looking for uh, the liar and the loser coming out next year. You know that'll be great. <laughs> so uh, seriously, you guys, That's this awesome. has been a lot of Thank fun, you. and we'll keep in touch with Olivia, Nick, and everybody when the episode drops. And uh, we'll try to give you guys as much much props. Anything that you want to speak on or talk on before we call it a day? Got any politi- political no, stuff no, you want to no, get out no, there? Yeah, I, have a, I have a strong political statement to end with. That. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's great. No, thank you guys so much. This has been great. Thanks, guys. We'll thank you Have a good one. 
Talk to you later. This is the Great Song Podcast. And that was track 45. That's Ben, KK, and Jenna. That was fun. You know them. You love them. They're, they're our friends, but you know what? We don't have friends. We got family. That's right. Actually, if this song had been just about my um, about my like high school experience, it would have just been about six seconds long. Yeah. It would have been that first chord, boom, ba dum ba dum ba dum And then, I don't got friends. <laughs> song over. That's I'm just kidding. I had friends in high school. It's just funny Rob's to say. super popular guys. Yeah, very popular um, with a certain subgroup of dorks. Um, <laughs> not Brad. Not Brad. Oh, God. Brad would have never. Brad would have beat me out for my spot at Get, shortstop on the baseball team. And then given him a wedgie. And it, <laughs> that's right. Yeah, called me something super mean, um, and then gone out with the girl that yeah, I liked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would have been Brad. That would have been my biggest problem with Brad is he would have been dating the girl that I liked. Right. I think that's why I, I would have been. Don't like Brad. <laughs> uh, this is why you always stay till the end of the right. interview. Don't cut remixes. Don't, don't cut the stuff early. All right, we'll be back uh, as season eleven rolls on next week. But first, I need you to do something. Uh, go to Instagram and Facebook and follow us at Great Song Pod. You can do Twitter if you like. We're still there, but we don't that way. <laughs> um, and if you love the show and you want to be a part of supporting it, helping us to make it, you can go to Patreon. Go to Patreon.com/slash Great Song Pod, and you can find us there as well. And when you support the show, we'll do everything that we can to say thank you. I'm not going to talk about it. I talk about it all the time. I get sick of talking about it. I don't. I don't like to promote ourselves this way. But you know what? It helps us make the show. So you can go to Patreon.com/slash uh, Great Song Pod and join the group of producers who help us to make the Great Song Podcast what it is. And to those people, we say a great and hearty thank you. Um, yeah. All right. We'll be back next week with another great song from the Great Song Podcast. Until then, I'm Rob. I am JP. Go listen to some music. Family. <laughs>